His mind seemed paralyzed, but his limbs were somehow still moving of their own accord. He hit the hallway, bounced off one wall and then its twin as he rocketed down to the first door on the left. He never took out his gun, not even bothering to think that the killer could still be there, waiting for him to come home. He smashed open the door with his shoulder and looked wildly around. Nothing. No, not true. He froze in the doorway as the light on the nightstand dimly illuminated the bare foot that protruded above the mattress on the far side. He knew that foot. He had held it, massaged it, and kissed it on occasion over many years. It was long, narrow, but somehow still dainty. The toe next to the big one slightly longer than it should have been. The veins on the side, the calluses underneath, the nails painted red. It was all as it should be, except it should not be poking above the mattress at this time of night. That meant the rest of her was down on the floor. And why would that be, unless... He edged to that side of the bed and looked down. Cassandra Decker, Cassie to all including, and most importantly him, stared up at him from her position on the floor. Well, staring was behind her now. He stumbled forward, stopped next to her, and then slowly knelt, his blue jean knees coming to rest in the patch of blood that had collected next to her. Her blood. Her neck was clean, no wound there. That was not the source of the blood. Her forehead was. Single-entry gunshot. He knew he shouldn't, but he used his arm to scoop her head off the floor, cradled it next to his heaving chest. Her long dark hair splayed out over his arm like frozen spray from a hard breaker. The dot on her forehead was blackened and blistered from the heat of the bullet. A contact wound preceded by a muzzle's kiss, lasting only a second before the projectile ended her life. Had she been asleep? Had she awoken? Would she have endured the terror of seeing her killer standing over her? He wondered all this as he held his wife for what would be the last time. He put her back where he had found her. Decker stared down at the face that was white and lifeless, the blackened dot in the middle of her forehead to be his final memory of her, a grammatical period at the very end of everything. He rose, his legs feeling numb as he staggered out of the room and down the hall to the only other bedroom up here. He did not force this door open. He was in no hurry now. He knew what he was going to find. He just didn't know what the killer's method would have been. First a knife, second a gun. She wasn't in the bedroom, which left the adjoining bath. The overhead light was on in there, burning brightly. The killer had obviously wanted him to see the last one clearly. There she sat on the toilet, held there with the sash from her robe wrapped around the water tank, for otherwise she would have fallen over. He drew close. His feet didn't slip. There was no blood. His little girl had no obvious wounds that he could see. But then he drew closer and saw the ligature marks on her neck, ugly and blotchy like someone had burned her there. Maybe the robe sash had been used. Maybe the guy's hands... Decker didn't know, didn't care. 
Death by strangulation was not painless. It was excruciating and terrifying. And she would have been staring right up at him while he slowly compressed her life away. Marley would have been ten in three days. A party had been planned, guests invited, presents bought, and a sheet cake with chocolate inside ordered. He had gotten time off to help Cassie, who worked full-time and also did pretty much everything here because his job was not a nine-to-fiver, not even close. They had joked about it. What did he know about real life? Grocery shopping, paying the bills, taking Molly to the doctor. Nothing, as it turned out. Not a damn thing. Clueless. He sat down on the floor in front of his dead child, crossing his long legs like his little girl liked to do, so the bottom of each foot was wedged against the inner thigh of the opposite leg. He was flexible for a big man. The lotus position, he dimly thought.